1: MIDI clinicians are
0: menopause experts, offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. Ninety-one percent of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
2: Yo, what's poppin', Mr. J Hill? J Hill Podcast, man. I'm here. This is a special uh, bonus edition episode. Listen, man, I've been getting a lot of money on the show lately, bro. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta hit hit the. Hit the uh, comments below and say thank you, bro. Y'all got to say thank you because we've we been getting to it, man. We've been getting to it. You feel me? So uh, this 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 next guest I got, I mean, she not a stranger to the struggle, right? That's what make her story so beautiful. That's what make it so hard because she like us. You feel me? She like one of us from New Orleans. You get what I'm saying? She from the slums. She was homeless at one point. She had a kid at a very young age, I think like yeah. 17. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So like, listen. This is how people's right here. I got uh Miss Terica Lynn Smith in the building. I said it right. You said
0: it right. Good yeah,
2: job. yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, man. When I say I um it was a short notice, you feel me? But <laughs> but We here. We here one. We in here. And two, I was I was watching a few of your videos before. Yeah. Like so before I so it's manifestation, we've been talking about that all, all day, you feel me? Yeah. So like um I wanna get st- I wanna start from the beginning. Right. Like new orleans right. talk to me like how was you a kid how was how was growing i want to paint a picture for people before we get yeah. to the money <laughs> before we get there. so
0: um i mean just real high level like i was a problem child like i started mm. off i had a um very rough childhood um abused um mm. mother sold me um to a drug dealer at five years old wow um you know and then obviously i became a very rebellious child um and i ended up in foster care um right after my grandmother died And so during my time in foster care, you know, I would fight, I would run away. I don't know, I was a menace, right? And then eventually they tried to lock me away, put me in a mental hospital, say I was crazy and, you know... um, Truth of the matter is, I just was broken. Like, I was hurt. I've been through hell, you know, um, Mm -hmm. by this point in my life. And so I kept running away, running away, running away. Well, by the time I turned 16, they had legally emancipated me from the state. So I was an adult at 16 years old. Wow. Like, they was like, yo, you grown. Like, you know, I stayed on runaway. And I um, ended up getting pregnant with my son. Um, Got pregnant at 16, had him at 17. We was homeless, um, living under a bridge in New Orleans. And I just didn't want to be poor no more. I mean, I wanted to be a better mother to him. I had a horrible mother. I had a horrible upbringing. You know, I would get beat all the time. And so, you know, when I had my son, it was like for me to say, you know, I don't want to be here no more. Like, mm-hmm. I want him to have a mother because I didn't have that, you know. Um, and so that was really the defining moment in my life where I went from being a victim because I had a I had a right to be a victim up until that point. I was a child, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and then I decided that I'm going to be a victor. Like, I'm going to fight for him. Like, I'm going to be this woman you know um that i felt like i should have had you know so
2: i want to paint a picture so follow me i'm gonna go Mm -hmm. we're gonna be back and forth for a second so what's the you do real estate right yes how much money what's the most money you've seen personally in real estate yeah like just in your pockets and your bank account what's the most money you've seen you think
0: i mean you never had nobody ask you that question straightforward like that well, no, um, I mean, I'll just say my trust is non-figures. Damn. I don't
2: yeah. even know what that, like, what yeah. that even looks like. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Nine yeah. All right, so no, I, so I say that because I want to talk about the story, mm-hmm. but for people that might not, you know, ignorance mm-hmm. is a blessing, people just, people have short attention span, right? Right. So before right. we get into the story, I want people to see that, oh, no, nah, you serious. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. this is this is not yeah no-
0: Homeless was my mentor. Mm. So I ain't have, like, a man in my corner or a woman. Like, homelessness, I was like, yo, I don't like this. Like, I don't like being on the street. You know, I don't like smelling funky. I don't like being able to not feed my kid. Like, that was the biggest mentor for me. So, you know, where I'm at today, you know, it took a, it took 18 years to get here, but it was 18 consistent years of hard work, like mm. keeping your head down and just pushing and, and going through the, you know, the fight and just getting there. And by the time you look up, you got people in your corner that's like, yo, we need you to be able to share what you've done, you know, to the world. So it's not like, you know, oh, we just started this real estate thing. You know, I just started moving courses now. Nah, I've been doing this 18 years. Yeah, I seen a meme. Well, I think I seen a
2: girl talking about this on Twitter and, and they was saying like. Yo, you don't have to struggle. You don't have to uh, go through hard times to live good, and um, that's something that they teach us. And that's not mm-hmm. true. You don't
0: have to do that. What you think about that? My children don't know what struggle is. Mm. Like you get what I'm saying. So um, I think you know it's like you're a product of your environment. And so, like, the environment I grew up in, there was no home ownership. Nobody was owning homes. Nobody was talking about making millions of dollars in a day, in an hour, in a minute, in a second. Like, people not having those type of conversations. You know, um, the the conversations that I grew up on was, like, who about to go to the corner store? Mm. Like, that's the kind of conversations I grew up on. Or go get some, you know, let's borrow $5 or whatever the case may be. So, you know, for my children... I made sure that I implemented in them the type of mindset that they need to know that nothing is impossible. Mm. You do whatever you want in life. It don't matter where you come from. It don't matter how you got started. None of that matters. Look at me. But my children, they they were born, like, I'm not going to say born because I had to work for my son to get up to this point, but they do have a gold spoon in their mouth. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So they don't have to get it out the mud like I had to get it out the mud. And I purposely did that. And I'm unapologetic about my children not having to get nothing out the mud. Like, struggle is not cute. Struggle will keep your bloodline in bondage for years and years and years. Mm. And so it takes one person, such as yourself, Jay, that's up here doing something positive for other people in your family, be like, yo, we wanna rock like he rocking. Like, right now, when I look at my family, like, no shade to my family. I love them. they probably watching this right now, but I'm the richest in the room.
2: Yeah.
0: You get what I'm saying? Talk yeah. And so I don't, I'm unapologetic about it because my children, now they have options. My son, 19, he's like, yo, I don't know what I want to do in life. I'm just going to chill right now. That's his choice. I'm not even mad at him for that. They're like, yo, he entitled. Nah, he just got choices. Mm. We never had a life of choices, so we don't know what that feels like, so we call it entitlement. You see what I'm saying, but when your children have choices and options in life, it's like yo, we didn't have that, so we like, oh, they spoiled. They just no, they just have options, mm. and it's
2: different, right? We so used to the struggle, but when we we we. It's like we so used to the struggle that it become embedded in our minds so much so that we think that because that's our reality, that it's the reality. That's right. If that makes sense, and
0: we gotta stop glorifying the struggle.
2: Mm. So let me ask you this: so being on that talking about sacrificing, like going through something, right? You said your 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 child has been fed with a gold spoon, right? Mm -hmm, Yeah. But we have to, it has to be some correlation to hard work and sacrifice to success,
0: right or no? So I find, you know, for me, hard work didn't get me to be rich, right? Right. Me absolutely loving what I do kept me going. My passion kept me going. My Like, all of that kept me going. Hard work is just a part of the process, mm. you know, um, for something that you're trying to build. But if my daughter says she want to go live in a third world country and go help kids in Peru like she normally do, what's wrong with that?
2: Mm. I like it. I like it. A lot of times I think we do equate hard work with success and Mm. I I don't know. I think honestly, it's just me, matriculating into my career, and the more I learn, I'm learning that it's not really about the hard work. It's about working smart.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's what I think because you can work your ass into a ditch, into a hole, and mm-hmm. in, into
0: the hospital on a right. hospital bed. Yeah, you don't got shit to show for it. That's right. I so, know a lot of hard workers that won't know. Mm. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, I know a lot of hard workers won't know. Damn. Just remember that. Sheesh. So how do we work smart if we don't have the funds behind the backers? How do we work smart if we don't have the resources? The community, but money community? is a poor man problem. Oof. Sheesh, talk to me. Right. So whenever you, whenever I'm around my wealthy friends, money is the last objective to any deal being funded. Because we know we can get the money. What we need is the mindset to know what is going to be the exit plan, how we're going to put this together, who's all going to be involved. So when I hear people say they need money, it automatically tells me where they're at mentally because I used to be there mentally. I used to know. I used to be that person who say, oh, I don't have this, so I can't do that. But what I realize now is what I know is what gets me in rooms. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So, like for instance, you know we're working on a multi-million dollar real estate project. I'm not asking where I'm going to get forty million dollars from. Do I need to get it out my trust? Do I need to, you know, get it from, you know, my partners So, none? I know we can do forty million dollars. Mm. I'm not worried about that, right? I'm more concerned about the business structure and the opportunity that's going to come for, from it and how we're going to line it up. Mm. So you don't need money to make money. You don't. Like, a lot of people like, oh, you need money. No, you really don't. You really don't. Let me ask you a question. Talk to me. You have $10,000? I do. Okay, perfect. um And I told you, I said, hey, Jay, I got this opportunity down in Louisiana. I just need $10,000 to get in on it. It's a good real estate deal. We're going to make about $40,000. Would you come in with me on that? Yeah, I would. But I ain't put up no money. I said, do you got $10,000? You see what
2: I'm saying? You can't be asking me this on camera
0: either, man, because I told you that, that our audience is way yeah. different. Like, you got to be careful. Yeah. We got to lightly, but, yeah, I'm with you. But we want them to know that money should not be a problem because you... a lot of a lot of people sit at home in the same situation because they think they need money. But money kept me in bondage, though, just to keep you, like, mm. just to be honest with you, right? Me believing that I needed a certain amount of money, um, I think, helped me back so much further because now like now that I'm on the other side of it I know money still can't get me in certain rooms relationships get you in certain rooms knowing the right people mm. and by knowing the right people for instance like me and my brother pulled up here right here in the Lamborghini and you made a statement about the car right but in my mind I know that there's a membership club for Lamborghinis well if those if that club right all have Lamborghinis, they got to be, they got to have some type of income, right? Mm -hmm. But guess what happened? You just created access for yourself. Mm. You see what I'm saying? And so I just believe there's certain access that can be given that money just cannot buy. I'm sitting here because of access, Mm. right? No, for sure. And because I have knowledge, because they know I have knowledge, they like, yo, let's put that knowledge out there. My money didn't get me in this room. It could It probably could have never got me in this room. No, nah, that's a fact. But I don't want people to be like how I was sitting at home trying to be stressed out about finances because you can't struggle and dream at the same time. You can't struggle and dream at the same time. You can't. Why can't you? You can't because when you're in the middle of a struggle, that's all your mind is focused on. All you think about is I got to do this. I got to do that. What's the next play? What's this? But when you dream it and you like, yo, we about to go and do this. That's a happy feeling. Struggling is not a happy feeling. It's a down feeling. Mm. So you're not going to be able to do both at the same time. You're going to have to pick a side. Mm. So what I want people to understand is that in order for you to be able to thrive and dream, you have to get out of the struggle. And the struggle is holding you bondage because you think you need a piece of paper to get you there. But if you have a gift or something very creative that can help other people, you have access to capital you don't even know about.
2: All right, so first of all, this is going to be fire. Like this is this is, is going to be fire. This is already fire. It's crazy. <laughs> so I feel like some could say, right, because I'm in the middle, some could say that it's easy to say that on a, you have hindsight bias. It's Mm -hmm. easy to say that now that you got millions and you making all this money, but you had to go through that struggle. You had, it had to be something in your Mm -hmm. heart to get you through that for you to then be able to understand, oh, this was wrong or this went that way. That didn't just come in the middle of you struggling. Like, you didn't just wake up and be in, in your struggle and say, man, I can't struggle
0: and dream at the same time. No. Right. So, my son, mm. for me, was my dream. I wanted to be a better mother for him. So everything I did from that moment forward, as long as I had air in my lungs, that boy wasn't going to experience poverty again. So for him not to experience poverty again, I had to do something different and get out that struggle. Mm. If I would have stayed a victim, I would have raised a victimized child. My son would have been a victim of whatever circumstances that I placed upon him. Mm -mm. So I did have to, at that moment, say, I need to fight. I have to fight or I have to retreat. What mm-hmm. I'm going to do? What I'm going to do? We ain't backing down. For I can't. Sure. You know what I'm saying? That's, that boy's all I got. You know mm-hmm. what I'm no saying? Facts. So I'm going to fight for him as hard as I can, as much as I can, with everything I have within me. I'm going to fight.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's going to know what it's like not to have to struggle. And that's what kept me moving. I think it's
2: um, E.T. said, what he say? When you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, Right. I think Shout that probably was the moment that you wanted to succeed, at least for your son, right? Mm-hmm. More yes. than you wanted anything in life.
0: That's absolutely right.
2: And sometimes people just don't have that. Right. Right. So how do you find it if you don't have it?
0: So it's a lot of people I know still that don't that don't really have that right now. Like that makes sense? Um, and so how do you find it? I think what happens is, I told this to one of my friends. I said, you're not hurting enough to get out of your struggle because when something hurts you enough, mm, when it hurts and you can't take it no more, you like, yo, I got to get from out of here. Facts. But when you comfortable and everybody around you is comfortable and y'all all doing the exact same thing, it don't hurt. Mm. But it hurt me to remain where I was. Like, it hurted me to look around and see all these homeless people, you know, um, with all these, you know, these clothes for days at a time. And, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm like, it hurted me Mm. looking at my son like that hurted me to be that woman who had her baby sleeping under a bridge that hurted me. Mm. So how could I remain there with him knowing that it hurts that bad? Mm. Some people just not hurting enough. Mm. (laughs) this is gonna be ignorant but
2: this i I just gotta say this (laughs) because it's funny you know what i love about just like way beyond this this conversation but about people like you myself it it seems so reachable right and something so small as when you say it hurted me Mm -hmm. right like i think it's supposed to be it hurt me right like Mm -hmm. but the fact that you say that shows that like bro we ain't we ain't no more better than nobody else.
0: I still and I use, probably said that no, for no
2: more better. I'm look, talking. No, let me tell you I'm crazy. Something. I'm, I'm, y'all get my use, point.
0: Yeah, I still use my ABCs, okay? Like, I ain't that deep. I tell people all the time, stop using big words around me. Keep it simple. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't got time. I'd be in a business meeting, you know. Um, somebody was telling me something about arbitrage. I'm like, what the hell is that? Tell me, just speak normal to me, mm. right? You know what I'm saying? Oh, you mean um, like a rental owner or something? Yeah, oh, okay. Well, just say that. Like, just keep it simple for me. Like, we don't have to be that deep. And I think a lot of the times, we get inside of our heads thinking, you know, we got to be these people that we not. I show up as me. I'm in a hoodie. I'm in some leggings. I'm just gonna be Tarik Lynn Smith, mm-hmm. you know. And I find I'm comfortable in that. And I think as long as we remain true to who we are, we're not gonna get caught up in, you know, what I'm saying. The hoorah. There can be a lot of things going on, but if you're not comfortable with yourself, you're gonna move. But when you're comfortable. You demand I feel that, good you, here. yeah. You get what I I'm saying. Can't, like, can nobody change you or shake you or move you? Mm. And that's how it is for me, you know. So I, I don't know. I just, I mean, I, I wish people.
2: It's like we need to see this, but mm-hmm. somewhere in my heart, I'm gonna just keep it hundred. I just feel like because it ain't because this isn't what's popular this interview gonna just fall to like not I don't wanna say fall to wasted ground but it's like these are the conversations that need to go viral but they don't right why not like these Mm -hmm. are the this is what we need this is what need to be plaguing the internet and, and, and social media and black twitter and things like that but why don't these conversations go viral so much I'm just curious. Do you
1: know?
0: No, I don't. I'm not like a social media guru or anything like that. But what I can say is my job is simply if it changes one person, then I've done my job.
1: mm
2: She okay. All right. I, we man, we we fast forward so much. Let's 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 reel it All right. So the one of the first things you said that was interesting to me was I think I think you said I'm a, I was a problem child or something.
0: Yeah, oh yeah.
2: But isn't that crazy because that's something that I feel like They give us. That's a title Mm -hmm. that they give
0: us. Like, Mm -hmm. we don't walk around something a problem. Like, we have to learn that almost. I wanted to be a problem. Mm. I wanted to piss people off. I wanted people to feel my pain. Like, I was raped at five years old I wanted everybody to hurt I wanted everybody to feel everything I went through so I purposely tormented people in their lives I gave people hell as a child because I went through hell and so for me because I didn't know what love was I didn't know how to experience that I gave exactly what was given to me I would set your closet on fire you know what I'm saying you wake up you got a knife to your throat you know um foster parents would I mean I went through foster home after foster home after foster home nobody wanted me Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I knew if I was to just do one thing, they would throw me away. So I went on ahead and did the job for them. Mm. Put a knife to their neck so they can give me away.
2: Damn. So in in the midst of all of that, how, that's a lot. Like, that's
0: a lot of process. How, are, how can you even accept love? It was hard. Like, it was so hard. I just was telling somebody, like, you know, um, My husband is such an amazing man. I'm so grateful for him. Um, He came in my life at 19 years old. By the time I had my second daughter, he came into my life. And I did not know how to love him.
1: Mm.
0: You know what I'm saying? But he loved me beyond the scars. He loved me through all the hurt, all the nights that I would stay up and cry, all the nights I would reach for the doorknob because when I got raped as a little girl on the bathroom floor, I was reaching for the doorknob. And so I had trauma, so I would sleep like that. I didn't know how to love a man. I didn't know how to trust a man. you know. Um, and he just loved me through all of that. He loved me before we had you know, $1,000 in the bank. Mm. You get what I'm saying? And so... Um, it took for him to consistently do it because I did things to him to say, oh, he's going to leave me, too. That's that abandonment issue, you know, foster children deal with. And so I did everything I possibly could, you know, for him to have a reason to say, you know what? You know, F this female. She crazy. <laughs> like You know what I'm saying? But he didn't do that. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? And I think it's I ain't gonna say it's a New Orleans thing, but I, I, I believe God gave me a New Orleans man for a reason. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He pretty strong. That's bro. This is insane. Do you know how like powerful your y- your story is? Do Do you understand it? It's my testimony. I just, you know, I. It took me years, Jay, to get through it. I couldn't. Um, in 2018, I couldn't talk about my life to nobody. Mm. Right? E helped me get through that. Mm. E T. Um, shout out to E. I Love you, E.
2: Wait, what, you like, watching him, or, like, this is, like, a personal
0: relationship? You no, know, it's a personal relationship. You see how it's crazy Michael, this is? Yeah. Like, I'm talking about E.T., yeah. like, some shit I saw on Instagram, mm-hmm. and she, like, he helped me get through it. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, shout-out to him. You know, shout-out to the E.T.A. family. Um, Text him they and say I want to do an interview, but that's your one. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but you know, ahead. Yeah, like, it's just, you know, I, it took me a minute to get through that story. Mm. Like, it took me a minute to love, like, who I really was. Because you know what happened, Jay? I... Although like I was married and I you know I was having more children, I still had all of that pain, mm. like I didn't get through my story and in twenty eighteen i was I was taking so many pills because i I was at the peak of my career, making so much money hand over fist, but I'm still unhappy. Mm. I got a man that loves me unconditionally. My children thinks I'm just the queen of the universe and I'm miserable. I'm mm-hmm. miserable on the inside. I'm screaming and can't nobody hear me screaming, you know, um, and I couldn't figure out what was wrong with me. I go to church on Sundays. I serve, you know, um, I, I, I be a good wife. I don't cheat on my husband. You know, I'm there for my children. I'm, I'm top real estate, bro- like I'm doing everything right, but I'm suffocating. And um, in 2018 is when I wrote my book and I released it. And that was the first time in my life I took a sabbatical Mm. because you remember I said when it hurts you enough, you're going to do something for sure. Right. And it was hurting me. It was hurting me to the point where I became suicidal to say, I don't even want to be here no more. Mm. I don't care how much money we have in the bank. If I was to die today, my family would be good. It got to the point where I needed to find Tarika. You know what I'm saying? so, you know, going through that mental battle and trying to find who I was because I couldn't identify who I was. But that's because my identity was stolen from me. They took it from me at five years old. So I had to fight to find me back. I had to fight to get up. I had to fight even with wealth. I still had to fight because it hurt it. Mm. And, you know, um, I remember my daughter looking at me and she said, you didn't teach us how to give up. Like you didn't teach us how to give up, and that was the moment I I booked the trip to New York. Um, Eden was in New York. I didn't even know him at the time. I went to a conference called Ignite. Inky was speaking. E C. All of them, and that was like at that moment they got me on camera. I'm on the front row, VIP, best seat in the house. I'm crying snot, boogers, and tears because he said there's some of you in this room that's so successful this what he said there's some of you in the room right now that's so successful but you can't even enjoy the fruits of what God has given you because you haven't dealt with what you've been through as a child and I knew that was for me who else was he talking to Mm. right so um later um I went through the program or whatever and um you know Shout out to Valari. She's in on the program as well. You know, she was like, why are you so angry? And I'm like, I'm not angry. When I negotiated, really that, I'm like, I'm not angry. I'm smiling. Like, you That's know how I'm we saying, all yeah. do. I'm not angry. <laughs> yeah. I'm smiling. Yeah. Right. I'm smiling right now. You know, um, and she said, no, look at you. Mm. Like, look at you. And on a call, on a um, game changer call, I remember breaking down in front of a group of strangers on Zoom Sharing my story for the, like, first time with people. And then that's whenever I started the healing process. I got help, um, you know, um, and I just started healing.
2: Yo, it's, these are the conversations that I live for. Yeah. I'm not even going to lie. This is fire. Like this is <laughs> This is way better than any amount of money. Like, this <laughs> right here, because it shows people that, damn, I'm going through the same thing. Or well, I was at that same yeah. space. I can get it too. Yeah. What's the point of getting the money if you can't help somebody else get it right? Right. And even if you don't give somebody anything in the world, just your story and you sharing that, bro. Like that is so important. That's the purpose of like this platform. Yes. And like the fact that you have a real story to come to the t- is, Like, yeah. damn. That's... <laughs> so let me ask you this. I want. I, I need some game. Mm-hmm. Do you mentor people at all?
0: Yeah, so um, actually we um, do what's called a property challenge. you got to spend five days with me. Mm-hmm. And in those five days, you have to work. Mm-hmm. Like It ain't no shortcuts. What's funny is um, a lot of people do challenges and different things like that, but I actually vet everybody that's going to come sit at the table with me because I know when you come sit at the table with me, we're going to break bread together. But if you can't even commit for five days to yourself, you you can't be around me.
2: Okay, I think you answered my question. So I was going to ask like, you said you already vet them like i feel like sometimes i find mentoring people hard because if they don't have the same drive as i have mm-hmm. especially with me coming through so much so mm-hmm. for me it's no excuses because
1: That's
2: right. Bro, i was at the bottom like i lived it like mm-hmm. it ain't no fairy tale people to be making stuff up like mm-hmm. this is real right right so it's like when you're making all these excuses I like for me it's hard for me to teach somebody when they come with so many excuses i'm so dismissive it's like okay if that's what you want to do you back to the wolves right right. Mm -hmm. so i guess you don't deal with that because you vet them
0: yeah and i'll tell you twice i only Mm. give advice twice okay that's it that's my rule even with my children i just told my son i gave it to you twice you Mm. don't get it no more
1: Mm.
0: because your mind is already made up for what you're gonna do you see when you tell me something if you tell me how to go catch a fish i'm gonna i'm gonna go catch that fish but if you if like If I tell you how to go catch a fish, but you tell me, but why would I use this hook? Or why would I use this? Or why would I do that? Or why would I do this? And you never go and try to catch a fish. I'm going to go tell you, look, I need you to go catch a fish with this pole. Then Then you come back and you still have more. And I'm like, all right, I'm done.
1: Mm.
0: You're not hungry. Because I'm telling you now. If you was hungry, you would have went and took a stick, shoved it in the water, got a fish, and came back and said, "Okay, what's next?" Mm. That's the kind of people I like. Right. You know.
2: Okay. Yeah. I, I just. I, I. It's like I said, it's just hard for me, and this is just I'm just learning because like it's hard for me to deal with certain people and be people. But like you got to be patient. You gotta. You gotta do this. You gotta. And I think I. I think I had a. I heard a conversation with actually Shands mm-hmm. was saying like when you bring successful people into something that's broken, mm-hmm. then it doesn't really set them up to to succeed yeah so i guess that's so a part good. of that mm-hmm. is the system got to be in place to work though
0: i guess that's right yeah you got to have a system that works but you also got to have people that work you know nehemiah put a post he said i'm not working with nobody average this year mm. like they got to be they 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 have to work how i work and he you knows dope about that
2: though mm-hmm. like you said mm-hmm. right Is that don't got nothing to do with money no like mm-hmm. as so, like the first thing you said him, I'm my first th- thought that came in my mind, like, oh yeah, I'm one of them. Like that yeah. got nothing mm-hmm. to do with no, money, nothing at all. Damn that. Okay, okay, we got the story. Um, <laughs> oh man, at what point? You had your child at seventeen. Mm-hmm. You got pregnant at sixteen. Um, how were you able to get your first dollar? Because again, mm-hmm. I know at that moment you don't, you're not even, you haven't arrived where you are right right now. You remember so. you said creative. Yeah.
0: Perfect, right? Mm. So I remember not. Um, I had enough tokens for a payphone. Okay. Y'all remember that? Y'all young. Yeah. Okay. Come on, okay. You <laughs> <laughs> sound like me. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, but I remember having a thrifty paper, and I was calling phone numbers in the newspaper. Yeah, I didn't have no money. Just to be honest, mm-hmm. I had none. So when I call, I would say, you know, hey, I'm Terica. Um, Is this apartment still available for rent? Yes, it is. It's $400 a month. Okay. I don't have $400, but I do get my food stamps on this day. I'll give you my whole card if you just give me a place to stay. It hurt
1: mm. it. It
0: hurt it bad enough. So I was willing to do whatever I needed to. I knew I can find food. Right? Mm. I knew I can find food. There was one man that said, we're not going to take your food stamps. We're going to give you a place to stay. Mm. But because it hurt it and because I made the phone calls and be, I didn't have no money. That's why I can tell people, they be like, oh, you got money. You don't know what it's like. Nah, I know what it's like not to have. Mm. I know what it's like not to have. I know what it's like to operate without anything. I know what it's like to keep going with a negative bank account. I know what it's like to keep going when everybody around you, got all this fancy lifestyle, and you sitting up here, you trying to make t- <laughs> you trying to make ends meet. And. You get what I'm saying? It's like, something I get about
2: that. that ingenuity, right? Mm-hmm. Like Because we talk about creativity, being able to use what you got, because mm-hmm. it's so many people with money that don't have ingenuity mm-hmm. because they they associate their money with solving every problem that they have. Yeah. So they don't even know how to think outside the box because, like, I got money. I can pay for that. Mm-hmm. My money can pay for that.
1: Yeah.
0: And then when it don't work, it's like, why don't it work? That's right. But when you struggling... That's right. Oh, you going to make something happen oh, out of nothing. Oh, when you bootstrap things, you understand the difference of it. It's a lot more value in it. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? If somebody just gave you $100,000 and said, start a podcast, it's not going to bother you as much if your podcast don't work versus you having to come up with that $100,000 and make sure that you show up every single day and Mm -hmm. do your recordings and make sure the content get out. And it's a different type of feeling. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? so for me, I think that that's what we have to remember is that, you know, and I tell people, you doggone right, I'm happy I'm not poor no more. Who the heck want to remain there? Mm -hmm. It it was never no fun for me being poor. I don't care what nobody say. I never say, you remember the good old days when we were poor? I ain't never said that in my life.
2: I don't think I've heard nobody say that. Nah, I don't <laughs> think
0: I've never heard nobody say that, right? Um I never heard nobody say I enjoyed the struggle. You, like you know what I'm saying? I heard people say the struggle made me who I am and that part I can understand and agree with. But I ain't never met nobody who said they enjoyed the nah, struggle.
2: I heard people say it's beauty in the struggle. Like <laughs> it's beauty in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's not beautiful. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, you
0: know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, okay. So, boom, ingenuity. We going to pay phone for the people that don't remember pay phones or whatever, right? She got the the paper with mm-hmm. the list of apartments four hundred dollars. Tele-
0: yeah, the the thrifty um the thrifty ad. I don't know what y'all call it in y'all area. It, okay, I don't remember that. I remember the yellow books though. The yellow yes. pages. Well, no, this was like the newspaper with all classifieds in there.
2: Okay, so, so I think we had yellow pages where it's like all. See, I'm showing sure my age now. You, you remember Yellow Pages? You I don't remember, remember Yellow, Yellow Pages, Pages. Oh, but all right, all right.
0: Yellow Pages, but no, this is aside from a telephone book because landlords don't advertise in telephone okay. books. Okay. They advertise in newspapers. Okay. So this is the classified section of the newspaper. Okay, so
2: she got the newspaper. Yeah. You're looking
0: through. Somebody, is this the first,
2: not the first person, but like the first time you get the crib, somebody saying, yo, don't. I was say, on my don't... last
0: quarter. Okay. I was on my last quarter. It got to work or it have to work. Right. Facts. You know what I'm saying? What's the worst that's going to happen? I'm going to still be here under the bridge. It ain't like I didn't try. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? it's a difference if I I never picked up the phone and tried. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I believe God had angels along me every step of the way because that landlord was an angel. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, Even when I got sexually abused and, you know, um, I went to a place called Tara Lynn. It's in my book or whatever. But. To me, that's a guardian angel to take me away from that pain, you know, um, and there are so many guardian angels that I meet along the way that people don't even know about. Like, you know, what I'm saying like David, my brother, to me, he's like a guardian angel to me because I never would be sitting here talking to you all on the podcast. I still be doing real estate and doing very, very well, but because he's a guardian angel to me, he's has placed me before the people to say, hey, y'all need to hear what she have to say.
2: You, isn't it so important to just be a good person though yes because i feel like that like yes. like you calling mm-hmm. them blessing all that comes from your heart though that's right like people yeah. can sleep on that all they want i don't yeah. give a damn i'm that's sorry right. that's right Yo, know, you don't get things like that when you you know, you're just yeah. a a good person people, yeah. people be surprised of blessings you get just by being a good person that's though. right that's yeah
0: so they got I mean, a saying too you know um Yes, to be a good person, but also to be a mover. So, like, if you see somebody standing outside their car holding their thumb, you're just probably going to pass them by, right, Jay? hmm But if you see somebody trying to push their car, you're probably going to get out and want to help them push. No, fucks. It's oh. just a different type of process.
2: This is hard. Yeah.
0: I, guess, eh, I hope mm-hmm.
2: y'all listening, man. All right, so, cool. They give you the opportunity to get the crib for free. Yeah. How do you then go from there... Now you on your knees, right? You was on your, mm-hmm. you was crawling at first, right? You get the mm-hmm. crib opportunity. Now you mm-hmm. on your knees. I mean, you was on your ass. Mm-hmm. Then you start crawling. You get the mm-hmm. crib, right? Mm-hmm. How you go from being on, a, from crawling to standing up on your knees before you even start walking, right? Like before mm-hmm. you even get into the real estate. How did it go from the crib to your first couple of dollars? Cause you was on your last quarter.
0: Yeah. So um, after um, I ended up getting an apartment shortly afterwards, Hurricane Katrina happened. So I still was, like, I was on government assistance, welfare, food stamps, you know, um, child care, Medicaid. I had it all. Like, mm. you know what I'm saying? Um, in fact, at that point, I felt like I was really living a good life because by this point, they have helped me with rental assistance. Mm. Um, but when Hurricane Katrina came, that was the moment where I was like, yo, like, i mayor, not even, like, They done flew out. Like, you know what I'm saying? We in this city by ourselves. They talking about the um, floodgates done broke and everybody about to drown. Mm. I'm like, I want to get out of here. I'm not ready to die. You know, Um, and.
2: Yo, this episode is sponsored by the Morning Meetup. Man, shout out to my guy, David Shines, man. He's probably one of the few people I know who actually built multiple, multi-million dollar businesses, right? He created the Morning Meetup to help other entrepreneurs do the same thing. Now, listen. As an entrepreneur myself, I know how hard it can get, especially when we start making money and we get to like this financial cap that we can't get past. And honestly, let's be real. They say, it ain't what you know, it's who you know. We probably can't get past this cap because we either, one, outgrew the people around us, or two, we just being lazy and weighing in the rooms we need to be in. It's just plain and simple. But trust me, this is your time because the morning meetup is that room we got to be in. It's filled filled with entrepreneurs getting to it. They reading different books every month, right? They're holding each other accountable. And it's just honestly just something dope to be a part of. So listen, if you're an entrepreneur and you're trying to get to this bag, you're trying to flourish more than you've been flourishing now, you got to go to the morningmeetup.com. That's www.TheMorningMeetup.com and join now. Let's get to it. i see you there.
0: And, and, you know, making it through Hurricane Katrina and ending up in a city called Lafayette, Louisiana, was where I really got my first start. And that's why I went to real estate school. I had no money. You know, I sold my food stamps to pay for the real estate exam. Like, I just didn't have no money. Mm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I just kept on working. I just kept being persistent. I kept on showing up. I kept on doing. And then it eventually happened. That's why I said you don't need the money, you just need to be around the right people. One, connections is very important, but you also just got to have that drive to keep on pushing when even when you don't have it.
2: I, I just want people to hear you like, I'm hearing yeah. you, because I get yeah. it. I thank God every day for willpower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. for just to, just to have the willpower to continue when mm-hmm. I don't want to. Yes. Oh, my God. That's so yes. important, man. That's All so right, important. cool. So you go to a uh, real estate school. Mm-hmm. You pass the exam.
0: After seven times.
2: Okay, this, so it's more Yeah, so y'all
0: know that's $700 in my yams. Okay, the people that really understand what yams is, that's the food stamp. Mm-hmm. So that's $700. That's a lot of money for us. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you understand that? Yeah, you had to at least been. Spend-
2: if it's if it's still how it is, like you would have at least have to sold at least fourteen hundred
0: Thank you. Okay. Come on, man. You like, know what I'm saying? Okay, on, you understand the, you come understand on. the math. Okay. So at the end of the day, you know, that was a very expensive test. But I um end up passing it. My first year in real estate, I made five thousand dollars. Mm. I thought I was about to be rich. Five, how do you make five thousand dollars? Dude, first of all, that's horrible in real estate. All right, <laughs> I man. T- t- to I'm you looking, now, you know what i But to no. somebody that just came on? It, during that time, it was horrible for me okay. with nothing, okay? okay? I was like, yo, I could work at McDonald's and make more money than this. This less than minimum wage. Okay. Um, but I sold um, a property, you know, and, I mean, I made, you know, commission. So the very next year, though, I was like, I got to change. Everybody's focused on buyers and sellers and all of this. I got to find my niche. So I started working with investors only. Hmm. And so... One rich person knows another rich person that knows another rich person. You know, it's the same with poor people. Poor people know poor people that know poor people. You know what I'm saying? Rich people know rich people. So I found if I can find one rich guy, he's going to know somebody else, and I just got to do right, you know, and that's what I did.
2: I got to keep emphasizing. Y'all got to listen to what she's saying because, like, mm-hmm. you're right. It's, mm-hmm. it's all about the community, though, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's even with that. Yeah. I use that in my interview, uh I apply that in my interview space, right? Mm-hmm. If I interview one person that's lit, they know somebody else that's lit, they know mm-hmm. somebody else that's lit. Mm-hmm. I right bet now it's like as long as the interview good, they like it, I make them sound good, they look good, yo, can you pass me to this person. Yeah, they want to look and sound good too. Yep, that's right. And same exact process. Okay. So I'm a cheater now. I think I I think David asked you the same question. Now I'm gonna ask mm-hmm. you. When you hear investor,
0: what do you hear from that? Like what does that mean? Buying income. Buying income. Yeah, my answer ain't going to never change to that. Any that. investor I know is buying income. You know, when you invested into this, what did you invest for? <sighs> to make money. Yeah. Let's just be honest. You're going to make money. You're going to get your podcast out. You're going to get it in front of people. But you ain't doing it for free. This is not a nonprofit. For sure. I mean, I, it ain't Maybe. start like that. So right. I start with my purpose, honestly. Right. But you, your purpose
2: didn't yield a return? It did. And then once I started understanding. It, I, I'm a little different. I was retarded. I'm not going to lie. I'm just being straight up with you. Yeah. I liked doing it. I enjoyed it. I, I love people hearing the mm-hmm. story. I thought, just being honest, transparent with me, I grew up understanding that um, I, I thought I wanted to be famous because... They didn't teach us back in my day. Like, when I was a kid, they ain't teach us about the people making the money. Mm-hmm. They told us the person that's hosting the show. Yeah. And then I learned that this person is just a fucking flunky. Like, he's mm-hmm. the puppet, right? Mm-hmm. So, I wanted to show people that if I get lit, I wanted to infiltrate the space. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get lit and be the one telling them, like, yo, this ain't what you want. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. Yeah. Like, that's just a little different. Yeah. But, yeah. Anybody
0: I know um, who calls themselves an investor is buying income.
1: Mm.
0: You know? Um, and I would encourage you as an investor, whatever it is you're looking for a return on on that investment so
2: where do we go wrong and i'm gonna say because a lot of creators watching this we we hear investors be like i just need an investor Like, how can i get an investor like mm-hmm. how do one how will one go to look for an investor right not mm-hmm. being an investor but seeking out for one
0: investors like proposals they like to see how they're gonna make money on the money they put out they want to put their children out there, which is their money, mm-hmm. and they want them to come back with a whole lot of friends. If you can show how you can bring a whole lot of friends to the house and have a house party, it's going to be investable. How do I show that if I'm not even making the bread from what I'm doing right now? You have to be honest and show what you have and show what the projections are.
1: Mm.
0: Okay. I mean, you're not inventing the, reinventing the wheel. If you remain consistent, you get sponsors, you do whatever, you put together that package. I'm sure it can be pretty
2: profitable mm. for
0: an investor to look at.
2: Okay, okay. Just curious. All right, bet. Mm-hmm. I told him he to asking a lot of mm-hmm. questions for me no, too. No, that's good. <laughs> so all right, no, so we do the real estate thing. Now you start making. Now you found your niche. Mm-hmm. You start making money.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. What was the thing that was um, the most beneficial to you, and and the first thing you started to do that was making a lot of money, then a lot of money.
0: I don't understand the question. Ask me. What questions. was the first Love thing you
2: started to do mm-hmm. that started to make you a lot of money and you kept doing it? What was, Like you said, your niece was finding people. Investors. Investors. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So um, that's you a found the first investor. Yeah. What so was it? flips, yeah. flips really like receiving large sums of money. You know, thirty, forty thousand dollars from a deal at a time. You know, that was good. Um, and then you know, wholesaling came where I made a hundred thousand dollars in a deal. And then you know, um, we start making millions in deals. You know, um, just you know. By buying an apartment complex that can be Class D, bringing it up to Class B or C, and then turning around and selling it. You get what I'm saying? So it's, you know, it's just the cycle of real estate. But you got to find that person that's going to buy it, right, I guess? Yeah. I mean, but there's a lot of buyers. There's a lot of buyers that buys income. Okay, cool. So
2: let's say you got somebody that can $10,000, right? Mm-hmm. Man, I don't want to go to real estate school. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to put my money in something and get a quick flip. It don't even have to be a lot, but mm-hmm. just something that make me more than what I had, what I brought to the table. Mm-hmm. What would you suggest?
0: Um, ten thousand dollars down in real estate probably get you fifty thousand dollars in real estate money, because the bank could give you eighty percent. So, um, probably find your rental property, invest into a rental property, and use the ten thousand as a down payment.
2: So you would have to have good credit, though, right?
0: I'm assuming because you got to go to the bank. Yeah. So, I mean, depend on what you consider good credit, right? Um, There's hard money lenders. There's private lenders. There's banks. You know, there's more than just, you know, the old traditional banks, right? But if you had... You know, what's um twenty percent of fifty thousand dollars. Oh man, I don't do that. It's $10, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's say? like yeah, it's like ten thousand. So if you had if you had that ten thousand, let's just say your credit score is six twenty, you can go to um a private lender and they can loan you the money on it.
2: Mm. Okay, so what would be your suggestion?
0: If Should somebody just to buy a rental property
1: mm.
0: and allow that money to make you money every allow that property to make you money every single month. Mm. I mean $10,000 is not a whole lot in real estate But it is a door You know what I'm saying It may not be like $1,000 in passive income It may be like $400 in passive income But imagine that $400 over 10 years Mm. You you know what I'm saying Like it just continues And then imagine having three of those $400 Now we talking You see what I'm saying And then imagine you keep on adding every single year
2: So one would say that um, rental properties is a hassle. It's a lot. You got to deal with people. Well,
0: because they became an employee. Um, I mean, I have quite a substantial portfolio, but I have a um, very large property uh, management division. So I don't think it's a hassle. It's a hassle probably for the people that work for me, but mm. that's what they pay for.
2: Damn. Okay. This is a game. We're getting somewhere. We get... So people say, like, if you can get 10, you can get 20, right? What would be the ideal number that you should you, you should work to get?
0: I can't say what somebody else's financial situation is, but I know for me, I'm going to 1,000. So I want to hit 1,000. Um, and I want to do 1,000 without these large, large groups. Like, there's a lot of large groups that, you know, go and get 4,000, 5,000 um, doors. But it's just such a tiny, tiny, tiny piece of the um, pie. I want to have majority of the pie with the $1,000. I mean, with the 1,000 doors that I'm looking at. But I think it, it's based upon that person, you know, um, how much income they're looking to replace if they only make three thousand dollars a month? Well, that's probably like 10 properties, if that you know. So, you get 10 doors, you replace that three thousand dollars. Now, the money you go to your job for, you can take that and go and invest it into some other properties. Mm. Damn, I'm trying, I'm trying to catch up. All right, okay. Passive money is different, it's much sweeter. Like, you know, what we're doing now is very active, like, you know what I'm saying um and it it's based off of our performance it's based upon our ability to open up our mouth and words are going to come out and people are going to engage right my the bulk of my money come from people needing a roof over their head
1: Mm.
0: i don't even gotta speak you see what i'm saying so you know david said it best right he wants to you know have a portfolio where it's not based upon popularity like if he get canceled, like people get canceled in this era, mm-hmm. he still want to have income to fall back on. Right. Nehemiah the same, you know. It's just what it is.
2: That's what I'm trying to figure. I'm trying to figure out how. What is what's the smartest way to put something in and get the most return from it? And you would mm-hmm. pretty much say real estate and, and the rental property.
0: I would say any form of real estate investing. And, you know, buy and hold. Yes, absolutely. But if you want to do a flip and you have a partner that's going to do all the heavy work, then do that. You know, there's not a lot of properties you can flip at Mm $50,000 and and make $150,000. You know what I'm saying? But there are a lot of rental properties you can start off buying small and then building up your portfolio small. I did it with one property. Like a lot of people, be like yo, I got ten doors at one time. I started with one little huckleberry. I still got that huckleberry. It still run me five fifty every single month. It has been for years. I love it. The tenants are great. You know.
2: So let's go. Let's so let's rewind then. So you said it's not hard for you because you got people in place to do the work, mm-hmm. right? I'm I'm assuming you didn't have them at first though, right? Or
0: no. So what happens is this: everybody who I have now, you can hire. Mm. Those are real careers for people, right? The maintenance man is a real career. The property manager is a real career. Realtors, finding your projects for you is a real career. Project management, not property manager, but project management to manage the construction of the property. That's the actual job. So you can bring all of those people, create your team, and have them do all the work. And you just put in the money, and you show up, and you take pictures and say, yo, this is what I'm doing today. But how much money is that? Well, it just depends. Like, I don't want to just rump off some numbers. But I mean,
2: well, let's say you, you said it's $10,000, right? You started $10,000, got a $50,000 loan, mm-hmm. right? So the $50,000 went straight to the to crib. You still need the money to pay these people, right? Or should you work first? No.
0: So what happens is you're going to find a property. Total, your loan amount would be $50,000. Mm-hmm. let us say the property you find is 25000 it leaves you with $25,000 to play with. Mm. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. So with that 25000 you got renovations, and the renovations include the subs and all of their fees and all of that type of stuff. So collectively, in that whole $50,000, you are going to try to make that number work okay. as a whole. So when you walk away, it's a $50,000 nutshell.
2: That's what the people that's in that's, place and everything.
0: That's everything.
2: This is hard. I hope people like, writing down notes. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is hard. <laughs> okay. I like this. I like this. All right. So, what is it that, now that you're here, right? I think I spoke to you earlier, and you was like, you don't do flips no more. I try. So, I'll help a friend
0: or two out at time time.
2: Okay. So, what is it that you do now that's your special? Is it still the big investors and things like that? Are you like how does how does somebody get into your mentorship program or like Mm -hmm. get connected with you to get this knowledge because you don't deal with the
0: small people no more i do deal with the small people i deal with everybody you know i'm a small person look at me you know stop stop. i do so um no so um thepropertychallenge.com right um on all my social media platforms that's really the number one way that I coach and I mentor is through the property challenge um but I would say that you know what I do now is I develop communities like my I put my son name on a street sign so like I'm very active with building neighborhoods and communities and things like that so you know um my 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 level of expertise is going to be a lot different than a beginner's level of expertise, but I can take you from that beginner's level and get you to the developer level of eventually where I think everybody should be at.
2: Mm. Sheesh, this is crazy. Damn. Okay. Is there anything that I, it wasn't any missed opportunities. Is
0: there anything that I did not ask that I should have asked? You asked some great questions. Thank you. You did an amazing job. now. Nah, like I'm impressed. Like, um, no, I think we answered and covered everything. Like it was, it's been fun. Like no, I was, was nervous fun. at first. This was good.
2: No, I appreciate, but I'm. How can I provide more value to somebody that just don't have a lot though? Like mm-hmm. I, these are like. Your story is super dope, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. starting people off, but how can we provide some value to somebody that don't have that's just watching mm-hmm. and they really don't have it, and 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 they haven't arrived at, you know,
0: money not meaning everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everything we talked about like- Well then they have to start at the mindset. Mm. Right? And I would say, you know, um, you know, start reading. Mm. You know, um what what, what should they read? So, um, Rich Dad, Poor Dad is a great book. The Millionaire Next Door is mm. another great book. Um, this is crazy. Um, Top Typhoons is another great book. Um, I mean, there's so many great books out there. You know, um, The 10X Rule by Grant Cardone is a great book. I heard of that. Um, Man, that's so many great books. Oh, man, I'm looking
2: for this. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for something. I want to show you. Uh,
0: Never Eat Alone. It's a great book
2: what about um a book called profit first
0: yeah i never heard of never it, heard of it? okay
2: i just we talking books i literally just screenshot of the book like today really <laughs> yeah, so, yeah so you said reading
0: yes reading is a big part like i was self-educated so nobody taught me anything like i had to go and self-educate myself like real estate school taught me law but like you know what I understand about money, how it works, and you know how to generate it. I had to go and read and learn, and Rich Dad Poor Dad was really a big book for me. Okay, so I'm just
2: trying to put myself mm-hmm. in in someone else's place. I know it's easy to say excuses, right? Mm-hmm. But let's just think like your average person. Man, read, man! I don't got time to read. Like, bro, come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta work. I, I don't got time to
0: read. That's a broken mindset. Mm. That's a broken mindset. So it's no
2: easy way to it, basically.
0: No, there's no, there's no shortcuts. Mm. Like everybody got to stop trying to press the button on the elevator, and sometimes you got to take the stairs. Yeah. And you know, for me, you know, I took the stairs. You know, um, I didn't know what I didn't know, but I learned, and I asked a lot of questions. And then me reading started putting me in rooms with other like-minded people. Mm. Then they started talking. Then I started listening some more. Then they start doing something. Then I was like, yo, I can do that, too. You know, Um, so when somebody tell me they can't read or they don't have the time to read. Well, it's because you're not making the time to read.
2: That's a fact. A little bit more ingenuity. Right. I'm going to help you out, too. Um, Don't allow people to. You want to have your own process. Right. Mm -hmm. And you got to embrace that. Mm -hmm. And I say that to say, like, sometimes you might have to pick up an audio book. But I know when I first put I up, love audiobooks. Yeah, I just know when I first picked up my audiobook, people you have certain people chattering saying, That ain't reading, you ain't doing this. But like you gotta get the knowledge how you can get the knowledge.
0: I love audiobooks. I don't see nothing wrong with audio books. Right. So I'm just
2: letting the the person that might be lazy or don't want to read.
0: If you listen to lazy, this, though.
2: yeah, if you listen to yeah. this, you can you can listen to an audio book.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so
2: I mean that's one way Yeah, and
0: that's what I was gonna say. If you have time to listen to a podcast, you have time to read like listen to a book.
2: Nah, facts. Absolutely. Okay. Um, Do you Have any Survivor's remorse at all Or well, nah you off, you off that
0: When you say Survivor's remorse Break it down for me Like you know
2: You made it out of The struggle Right It's probably A lot of friends A lot of associates A lot of people you know Who don't have the mindset As you And that's never probably Going to have the mindset As you Do you ever think Like Kind of like an empath Like damn Like I wish I could help everybody. Or do you just understand that certain people going to get it and certain people not going to get it? And I can just I can google the exact definition.
0: Everybody is a very broad term. Mm. Um I would like to help as many people as I can. Um I don't think I've ever wanted to be like, you know, I'm going to touch every single billion people in the world. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um so, I would say for me, I don't have survivor's remorse, you know. Um, I would never apologize. Uh, for, it's
2: actually survivor's guilt, my bad. Okay, okay.
0: survivor's guilt is a, re, a response to an event in which someone else experienced loss, but you did not. I experienced a lot of loss. Mm. While the name implies this to be a response to the loss of life, it could also be the loss of property, health, identity, or... Yeah, no. So um, I went through this mentally, like I said, whenever I was trying to find my identity. Mm. Right. Not not. I wouldn't even say survivor's guilt for anybody else. It was me not just knowing who I was and I couldn't find myself Mm. like I couldn't identify who I was, you know. Um, But I've never um, I never, ever stopped at the people who threw rocks at me along the way. So, um, and those, you know, I think Jay-Z said it best, right? Money, yeah, money can change people with bad motives or whatever. But honestly, money um, changes the people around you, how they treat you, Mm, mm, mm. you know? And so I found that people treat me way different than how I would even treat them. Mm. I'm still the same me. I just don't do the same things that they do. So I don't have any remorse of, you know leaving anyone behind and you know i still see people who we all started at the same line and they still at the line and i didn't ran 10 10 miles i don't feel no type of way
2: damn man because i'm not gonna lie because even talking about helping people is a part of me that's like Mm
1: -hmm.
2: even if you don't like it's like even if you're the most lazy person in the world Mm -hmm. i still want to be able to help you but it's like you can't Mm -mm. right you can. But I, I'll be lying to say, like, because I'm like, yo, how do we help these people? There's some mm-hmm. people out there who are really struggling. I think
0: people be lying, though. I think they be lying. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not trying to help nobody lazy. Mm. I don't care what nobody say about me. I'm not trying to help nobody lazy because I'm fighting with laziness. That's a spirit. Mm. Like, I'm not about to fight with your lazy spirit. And then it's it's going to take one of – it's going to be you or me.
1: Mm.
0: It's either I'm going to conform or you going to conform, Right. And I don't want to get caught in that spirit. So I'm not about to sit here and just tackle in it. That's why I said you have to have some type of expectancy when you come to somebody asking for help. Like you got to be willing to do something to add value to say, yo, you know, like this is why you should, you know, rock with me and help me. Like, you know, what I'm saying there was not one rich person that came to Terrick and said, here is ten thousand dollars. Go get your life together. Mm. Nobody did that for me. And I I under, I would appre, I appreciate that nobody did. Mm. I appreciate that nobody did so I don't have no type of remorse, you know. Um you know, in fact, I tell all my students get ready for the grieving process. You're about to lose a lot of people. Mm. When you get to this level of success, you're going to lose a lot of people. They ain't going to invite you to parties no more. The family cookouts, you're not invited. They got gatherings by grandma's house, you ain't invited. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, get ready to grieve. But how do you get, How do you prepare for that, though? And and and, and mm-hmm. honestly,
2: you went through that, so you can tell
0: somebody to get ready to grieve
2: because you've been mm-hmm. through that.
0: But honestly, like, you're still human. Like, how did that make you feel? Like, how was you able to get out of I'm that? I'm street strong. Like, you know what I'm saying? When I look back and be like, yo, so do, you know, do I want to worry about them not rocking with me or or do I want to be poor? Like, do I want to not have no more money? Do I want to have to go to the bank and ask them to reverse my NSF fees? Like, I got to pick a side. Like, you know what I'm saying? If my success intimidates them, they can't be around me. My success intimidates people and it should. Mm. But it should also motivate you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I always tell people, I'm going to intimidate a lot of y'all, and I'm going to inspire a lot. you just going to have to pick a side. This I don't got hard. no
2: in-between. This is hard. I love it. All right, so curious. Um, It's not off topic, but I'm just curious. Somebody, a woman, mm-hmm. a black woman that's so successful like yourself, right? Mm-hmm. You married. Do you find it hard to be submissive, or do you even believe
0: in that? Oh, absolutely. I believe in it. My husband, um, I yield to him, you know, I bow to him. Um, my husband, um, and I think the problem is a lot of men don't have security and are confidence in themselves. And, you know, it makes it sometimes challenging for women to be submissive because submissive don't mean shut up, be quiet, go cook and clean. That's not what submissive is right. Submissive to me is yielding to my husband's opinion until what my husband is saying and what my husband requires of me as a wife. Mm. So when I'm around my husband, like in the streets, I'm alpha. He knows that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm in the male's industry. Okay. I'm in a room where I got to kick the freaking dough in and be like, I'm in here. I don't care what none of y'all are saying. I got to go in there. I got to prepare three times more for a um, planning and development meeting than what the men have to do. Mm because they 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 already have this this seat. You get what I'm saying? I have to go and take a seat. So when I get home, I don't want to be that woman at home like I don't have to go take a seat at my house. My husband pull out a chair for me and say, "Baby, I'm happy you mm. home." You know what I'm saying? My husband loves me with all of my love languages and I love him with all of his love languages. So it's so easy for me to submit to him because he make it easy to love him.
2: Mm. Was that something that that he was already doing Or did he have to learn that Like did he have to learn how to love you through your love languages
0: Yes he did you know um, My love language is acts of service Hmm. You know um, his love language Is quality time and physical touch So um, I'm not Really a physical touch person because A child of abuse is normally not Right but I Knew that that was Important for my husband to feel love So I submitted to that feeling because i need him to know how much i love him that's how important he is to me damn so i gave in to that
2: that's fire okay so question was
0: you in the beginning or, or was you making more money than him from the jump he no he worked he's he used to work two to three jobs so i can do exactly what i'm doing now and now i retired him he'll have to work up again it's life
2: that's hard that's hard okay okay Damn, so, cause I'm 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 just curious because you know usually the money will make it hard to be soft. The money mm-hmm. will make it hard to submit.
0: It's like, bro, I'm. We was poor together.
2: Damn, he
0: was poor together.
2: So, I S- mean, so he don't y'all don't deal with no um cause even still some type of uh insecurities could come when like I guess you said you retired him. It's no feelings of like she make more than me and like hurt my feelings. I'm not being a man. He a man.
1: Mm.
0: He a man. All man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody was there whenever he was working three jobs. You know what I'm saying? Nobody was there when he had to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning and go to offshore jobs. Nobody was there when he had to go to Walmart and unload those boxes. Nobody was there when he would hop on the FedEx truck and go deliver. Nobody was there for that. You know what I'm saying? So I think the biggest thing for us is we have silenced everybody out of our marriage. And we, like, our marriage, 18 years, right? So um, we... I mean, like we just left Houston. We went on a um a um date in Houston and we just enjoyed each other and we don't like we don't have um what you call it, like like my husband don't feel like oh she the breadwinner. It's ours.
1: Mm.
0: It's ours. He's the beneficiary on all my stuff. I love that man with all my heart and soul. If I die, it is his. If he dies, all mine. Like, you get what I'm saying? So, but the beautiful thing about that is we was poor together. So there's a difference. Like, you know what I'm saying? I didn't go and get with somebody that didn't have none and I had everything. Like, it probably would be a little bit different. But because I seen this man go turn my water back on whenever the city turned it off. All
2: right, so since we're here, I just want to have a little fun. Hold up. So I I interviewed two young ladies, right? Mm Mm-hmm and (laughs) since you're an entrepreneur you get into the bag you you busy right Mm -hmm. let me find this video so Mm -hmm. i interviewed these two young ladies and we were talking about this nine to five thing so this has been like a this used this was it's old now but it was a, a big conversation about nine to five versus versus uh entrepreneurs and the conversation went something like um she can't date a guy with a job or nine to five because he's he won't be able to take her on trips whenever he wants Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and i'm curious Mm -hmm. you've been an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. can you just do whatever you want when you want Want to want to do it Mm -hmm. you can
0: yeah Mm. but i'm not an entrepreneur either like um i don't really use that word you don't nah um but i would say you know um i i mean if that's what her requirements are i respect that that's her requirements you know um me and my husband about to go spend a few weeks in venice i don't need no permission he don't need no permission you know what i'm saying like you know um so you don't subscribe to entrepreneur but i feel like even an
2: entrepreneur can't really do that unless you're a high level like you're high level like come on like yeah. your average yeah. entrepreneur can't stop for 2 weeks mm-hmm. or is that wrong is, is that not true
0: so i think people make time for what's important for them mm. I make time for my husband because it's important for me. You know, I make time to be a mom because it's important. I make time for ministry because it's important. I make time, you know, um, for this Internet stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, I swear I'll be calling the same thing yeah. to this day. And I do. Yeah, interviews, like, <laughs> yeah. I swear. you
0: know, um, but I, 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 I mean, I think that, you know, there was a season, though, Jay, where, you know, like I said, my head was down. Hmm. That was a grind season. Like, it wasn't no season to be going to spend money we didn't have. Mm. Everything that we got back in, I kept putting in. That's why I got nine figures. It's not because every time we got it, I went and was like, Yeah, look at me, look at me. I could have been bought Bentleys. I could have been bought Ferraris. I could have been bought Lambos. But that wasn't what was for me or my husband. Right. So now when we look at it. Right. You know, we make a quarter million dollars passive a month. And that's not to stunt on nobody. That's to let you know if somebody poor from New Orleans that was under a bridge with her child can come from nothing to where I'm at today. Anybody can. You know what I'm saying? So when when you make money passively, you can do that. That's why I'm not really like an entrepreneur, because I feel like entrepreneurs are actively working for that money yes okay yes you know what i'm saying um but i do think you know like i said there was a season where you know we were plowing you know like people be trying to get their harvest before it even you know what i'm saying <laughs> it's not time you gotta plow and so i think you He's know you're going to get corn
2: out the field yeah. before even grow that's right like, and i think crazy. that you, you know you're sick you gotta to right. wait
0: till it's right that's right you're still gonna be hungry mm. that's what's gonna happen you're mm. still gonna be hungry
2: right do you... So, curious. And this is some real shit. Fuck, we've been mm-hmm. vulnerable.
1: This is a vulnerable yeah. conversation.
2: <laughs> you know, when you come from nothing mm-hmm. and you get a little bit of something, I feel like it's almost human nature to to want to treat yourself because I'm not used to it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I want to get this design. I want to I want to yeah. look good because, like, mm-hmm. I ain't never had it before. Mm-hmm. But, you know, learning now that that be the same thing that hold us back, mm-hmm. how do we get out of that mentality, one, and two, do you think that... We at least have to go through it once. Because I have a couple opinions about it. But I'm curious.
0: Um, I think a great book to read <sighs> is The Millionaire Next Door for you. Mm. <laughs> like, please read that ASAP. I'm going to check it out. Okay. Um, But I would say this. You know, um, I create wealth, mm. right? I can also wear wealth. So, for me, I have assets um, that outperform. All of my liabilities so I just have assets over assets over assets I think when you get to that point you can do whatever you want like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying um, I think so many people want instant gratification that you know they trade it in um, for the delayed and to me delayed gratification is way better because now I have on Gucci shoes I can buy a thousand of these and not even blink some people can buy one time and mm-hmm. then you know what I'm saying Entrepreneur. I got to go back and get it. I got to go back and get it. I got to keep up with everybody. I gotta but did have you have it. to
2: learn that though? Did you have to? Was it a I point? Did. Yes. That's
0: what I I'm curious. I, yes. But I've never been flashy in a sense of happening. Like I've always been hoodie tea and like I've always been that. So like if I dress up, I'll dress up in Gucci, Chanel, Fendi Prada. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I got, you know, I got taste. But most of the time, no, fucks. I'm this. Now,
2: I've learned that, um, like this is my experience. I had to understand it was so important for me to get it and lose it mm-hmm. because I now I know how I know how important it is to get it and keep it right mm-hmm. that delayed gratification, like mm-hmm. you said, but I think if I never went through that phase of you know mm-hmm. blowing it. I never had... I never understood what that was. Mm-hmm. Like, I never even had it. I never even wore it. I never mm-hmm. had it. You know, I mm-hmm. never had it to get. So then when I
0: got it and I spent... Then it was like, what the... Where, mm-hmm. where did everything go? Yeah, so I don't curse. So it's kind of like... But when I hear that, you know, it's like... You remember that song? Uh, it's probably New Orleans song, but it'd be like acting like they ain't never had... And...
2: Cause you don't curse is probably hard for me to understand. <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: Acting like a N word that I ain't never had. She, yeah. Like a nigga yes. like, I know. I probably, yeah. I don't know. I can't. But that's what happens whenever you get a whole lot of money. Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going Pucks. to go do that. I'm going to go do this. I'm going to go do that. Right. Well, for me, I never, I never had that type of mindset or mentality, you know? Um, so I, I would say it's hard for me to judge that, but I would know, I know for me, um, because of how I am, it's, it it wasn't hard.
2: Okay, that makes sense. Yo, it's crazy because like you know how to, you, that made me remind. Me, we about to get out of here. It made me remind me when you say, when people say uh, act like you've been here before. Mm-hmm. That's super important.
0: That's so good. I never heard that. But that's never so heard good. that. No,
2: I never heard that. But that's really it's su- good because it's like it's like bro, act like when something happened. Don't be too excited that that you sh- it's kind of like you showing your hand. Mm-hmm. Now people know that this is new for you. Mm-hmm. Bro, okay, cool, bro. Like mm-hmm. I act like you been act like this is the normal mm-hmm. for you even if it's not. Right. I think it's so it's so much into that. But y'all, this was a great conversation. Yes. I ain't going to hold you too long. Um bro, this is fire. You welcome yes. anytime you want to pull well,
0: up. Thank you. I appreciate that. Nah, thank no you problem. for having me.
2: Nah, anytime. Let people know how to follow you, how to support you, what you got going on if they can support yeah. you all that.
0: Yeah, so um, yeah, I'm Lynn Smith on all platforms. So you can go follow me on all platforms. Um, And then, um, I mean, if this lunch and time for the challenge, you can go to thepropertychallenge.com and sign up.
2: Yo, can we give some people, can we give one person something? yeah come on, absolutely. Like, come on, like all right all right, so on. bless you, the platform, all
0: right, so I'm gonna bless all right, so I don't know how you want to give it away, but what I'm gonna do is I'll give you one of my board games, my real estate board games that I created, okay, and you give it out to one of your audience and whoever however you want to do it, Okay, however you want to do it,
2: I'm gonna give it to a black woman that's what I wanna do, all right, well, black let's woman go with a child is that too much that's too much no nah, that's it's, good. Similar it's to a your developer's
0: story. board game, so it teaches you how to how I got started in real estate, mm it's a good board game.
2: Okay, so this game can help somebody get money.
0: Yeah, it teaches you development.
2: Tariqa Lynn Smith, Mr. J-Hill, J-Hill Podcast. Hey, man, it don't get no realer than this.
0: Yay. That was
2: great. I appreciate it. Um, give you. me the board game. I'm going to make sure um, we'll figure it out. I don't know. Repost this. Tag us both. Um, and I'm going to choose a random person that posted. So you had to watch it to the end to understand it. So,
0: yeah, that's hey, it. the lucky that's person
2: is going to win. I appreciate you.
0: Yes, thank you, Jay. Wow. <sighs>